We're doing all kinds of fun shit in the B block. We're going to talk about uh, people getting fired on their first day. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're going to talk yeah. about why we're why we're so attracted to horror movies. That's like a survival, it's like an evolutionary thing. Uh huh. I didn't actually read it. I just thought the headline was interesting. Sure, and, sure, sure, sure. You know, but I did read some of the uh, some of the fired on the first day bits. Yeah, I, I scanned through that. So uh, they're they're fucking funny. Yeah. So let me start the B block, <clears throat> and we're right. back on the B block here on the Media Virus Podcast. I'm Professor Mike Latouris here with Matty Rockdeff and Reese Monkey Pete. We're gonna start this 154th B block uh, talking about people who got fired on the first day of the job. Have you ever have you ever been fired? One time I was let go. One time it was a telemarketing job. You're in this boiler yeah. room tele out, you know outbound telemarketing gig. I had a gig where they where they, they they used boiler room as a training video. Wow. So they <laughs> so they um they called me in on Wednesday and basically told me I suck, I don't make enough, I don't close enough deals, so they're going to have to let me go. And then in the next breath, asked me if I could come and fill a chair on Friday night, just one last shift to help them out. You told us that story. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm sure I I've, have. I've never been fired on the first day, but I, I, I have had jobs where I was only there one day. You know what I mean? And <laughs> you didn't go back. Well, I was politely told not to come back, which oh. I understand is like being fired. Sort of. You know what I mean? But uh, it's like, yeah, you don't have to come back tomorrow. But it was also, I had no intention of coming back tomorrow. You know what I mean? Because it was... Uh, it's okay when it's mutual. Landscaping. Landsod. And... Uh, that can be shit. I, I, could not, shit I couldn't handle it. I could not do it. I was, I was out of breath. I was in pain. And, like, and this was before all my actual like fucking problem started. So I was pretty healthy. <laughs> I was still fat and, and agile. Oddly. I know those right. two don't, those two don't you normally mix, but in, in no, but my case, I was a big dude, but I was pretty agile. I could, I could leap. I could, you know, I could right. do what most people do. Just, I had Not an extra, landscaping. I had an extra, you know, a couple hundred pounds on me, except for yeah. Landscaping. Cause my buddy, uh, was, and he was skinny as fuck. Yeah, it's not fat man's work at all. And he had been working. He'd been working there for like fucking like three weeks at this point. Like he knew what he was doing. Yep. I was fucking almost flat on my ass. Getting laughed at. Yep. You know what I mean? It was that type of crew. Most oh, yeah. of the crew didn't it, speak English. It always English. is. <laughs> you know, most of the crew didn't speak English. So he, there was one dude who spoke some Spanish. And whatever Spanish he didn't know, he would just add O at the end. <laughs> which nice. most latinos uh, uh, really appreciate it when you do that shovel o shovel o <laughs> yeah. mexipillar juan deer juan deer <laughs> so yeah um yeah that, but uh let's get into some of these because the, they, they seem well he was a thief matt uh, yeah. worked at a gas station a while back and I was helping train a new guy. He was nice and we all liked him. Uh, and then he uh, walked away the 150 bucks out of the register on his first solo shift. He didn't even try to cover it up. Well, dude, I had a job at a gas station. Right. At a Texaco. And they accused me of stealing $60 out of the register. Right. 
problem was I had not stolen $60 out of the register. Right. Okay. And the guy who fired me, I, I was like, yo, like my, my dad called him up and we had like a meeting. He was going to like, you know, he was threatening lawsuits and all this right. other shit. Cause well, he could press charges. Mm-hmm. And so I look like, I'm like, and I'm almost like, who would go get their dad? Right. You know what I mean? Your mom, if someone's mom, that's different. But I went and got, my dad didn't like me. Right. <laughs> but I swore up and down that I didn't steal the $60, which I didn't do. But I was, I was me and a manager were there. Mm-hmm. Right. And she was some fucking hip shit, uh, 20 something who had no future. Right. Right. And she figured she could fucking just blame the new guy. I guarantee you that's what fucking happened. You know what I mean? She could just, right. I was pissed. I bet. I was, so you know what? I, it might not have been him. It might've been some other, and he just fucking didn't want to work there no more. So maybe, uh, Joe had to go worked at a fifties themed restaurant. And we hired a new kid, uh, as a bus boy named Joe. He was told to clean tables and set them. Nothing more. The first table he cleans, he stole the tip. Uh, the server foolishly gave him the benefit of the doubt. Uh, then uh, he approached a friendly elderly regular. Uh, when they started chatting, the gentleman had uh, revealed that he had just come from severe dental surgery. Uh, Joe was intrigued and, and then began failed negotiations with the gentleman for painkillers. <laughs> the talks turned to pleading and by and and the manager intervened and promptly fired him. <laughs> I, I it's your first day at work and you know just through and he was probably targeting old people to talk to. Probably. That's a good strategy when you're trying to get pills. Talk uh, to the old people. They have them. And uh oh, Jesus Christ. You gotta be some kind of fucking stupid. There's a lot of kinds of stupid. There's that's a that's a heavy. That's the that's the ninth circle of stupid. <laughs> there, there's a lot of stupid out there. Like uh, this guy, uh, I fired a guy who arrived four hours late on his first day, uh, and I it, it was a moving company. So uh, when he showed up, he asked if he still got paid for the job since the bill included four people and and the job we we did the job with three. I I, I told him not to come back to fall. I, I told him to walk home and not bother walk show, home and not bother showing up the next day. How do you show up four hours late to a moving company? I I I guess he went directly to he wherever they were. And he would have to, but four hours? Jesus. Well, I mean, unless you overslept three hours. Right. That's unbelievable. <laughs> Hired then fired. A friend moved halfway across the state for a job on the first day the company announced layoffs and she was let go. That sucks. Yeah, that that's that's really that's bad. You didn't even go your first day. <laughs> uh, call your wealthy parents. We're in a college town. We hired a new part timer to work reception. On her first day, she casually mentioned that her wealthy parents want her to experience what it's like to struggle. So she has to work a job. Oh no! Yeah, and and oh, use city no. buses for two months. And then she's allowed to quit, and her parents will give her allowance back and buy her a car. And the boss says, wait, so you're going to leave in two months? Her. Yeah, that's what my parents said. <laughs> boss, can, can I talk to you in my office? 
Oh my God. My mommy or my daddy told me that if I worked at a real job for two months, I took the buff, that he would buy me a car and I wouldn't have to work anymore. So, so how fantastic. insane is that? You know, it's, uh, there's a, I, I just had a, a, like a recent, I was privy to a, to an interview right. of somebody. And they said, and they said something like they were, they didn't need the job. You can tell they don't need, yeah. unless somebody needs a job, they're not going to, they're not going to stick around. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if I, they can take, if they, if they can take a few off and go find something else or find something more interesting, sure. you know, that's uh, you need, you need people that are desperate so you can mistreat if, them and if, underpay them. If it's a shitty job, especially. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because if listen, I don't want to listen when we start like hiring interns and shit, like we're you know, and and like actual production staff, like we're right. at bare minimum, bare minimum. Yeah, you know what I mean. But we're also like gonna we're we're gonna give them just well, you give them just enough to keep them chained. Yes. Yeah. You, you know, you, you pay them a dick a dick hair more than they're worth. Right. And you dare them to go get the same pay for the same work somewhere else. Right. That's that's. That's how you run a company. There's business advice for everybody. Well, that's how companies are run. Yes. So <laughs> we know how to do it. It's just we don't have the money to do it right. What's the next one? Uh, hired a teenage boy at the supermarket, and he got fired on his first day for eating all of the skin on the rotisserie chickens. <laughs> what? He apparently ate all the skin from the rotisserie chickens. Zoinks. Like all the rotisserie chickens. Right. That's, oh my God. That's I mean, in its defense, like that skin is pretty fucking good. That's insane. That's not a defense. He, that's, you're, you're there to work. Uh, yeah, the ch- Skittles are good. But, you know what I mean? Yeah. Tasty uh-huh. cakes are good. There's a lot of good things. It's a supermarket. There's It's full of delicious things. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> But he he plucked, it's not like he, he plucked the skin off something that's advertised to have a good skin on it. That's why people go and buy a rotisserie chicken. To eat the skin, yeah. Yeah. If well, that's why he got a job there. He's like, dude, I'm gonna that was a long con. He's like, dude, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get hired. And I'm gonna eat all the fucking skin on the chicken. Ah. <laughs> well, I mean, there there's other long cons out there, like like this one. Uh you shouldn't mess with the owner's daughter. I uh, was a pizza delivery guy at a family-owned Italian restaurant. They hired a guy to help make pizzas. And two hours into his training, he started talking about the hot waitress. The waitress was the daughter of the owner. The guy teaching him how to make pizzas was the older brother. He was physically ejected from the building. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, if there's a way to make a mistake... That's I mean, it. <laughs> and when you're young, you don't even realize you're saying shit sometimes. Sometimes. You know what I mean? And you don't really know how to, like, you, you don't think to yourself, like, wow, all these people look similar. <laughs> you know, there's, there's some really, really yeah. powerful traits in these three people. <laughs> you know what I mean? That one looks like that one with tits. <laughs> that one looks like a little version of that one. Hmm. So the sun's out and the guns are out, right? Guy applied for a general manager position at a movie theater. He got the job because he had prior experience managing a pizza hut. On the first day, he showed up wearing a sun's out, guns out tank top and swimming trunks. 
Also, he was wearing two different shoes. The owner mm. asked him to leave. Sun's out, guns out, man. What's wrong with that? He's exposing the guns. It's not. I mean, the fact that a movie theater is completely void of windows. <laughs> you, you wouldn't know if the sun was out if you tried. Yeah, it would, it would be fucking raining. He could be, you know, sun's out, guns out. I mean, that's the that's the beginning of out the outsiders. As I stepped out into the bright sunlight, right? Uh huh. That's then Stevie Wonder starts singing. Stay cool. <laughs> It's a fucking fantastic movie. It is. It is. That's one of I my all like time. A long time ago, I don't remember that being the beginning. Yeah. Well, it started out. He, uh, C. Thomas Howell is a young child. Yes. And he's an old man now. Yeah, and I saw him the other day. He's in the he's in the show Animal Kingdom. C. Thomas is he really? Pony yeah, I, I just finished binging that show. It was on like a few years ago. I'm a, I'm a C. Thomas Howell fan. He was Pony Boy, he is, right? He is in. He was Pony Boy. But that was an all-star cast, dude. Emilio Estevez. Yeah. Uh, Rob Lowe was in that shit. Yeah, Patrick Swayze showed up, didn't he? Patrick Swayze. Yeah. Um, Ralph Macchio. Ralph Macchio was Johnny. Do it for Johnny. Dude, me and my high school like friends, uh-huh. like anytime you like had to chug a beer for some <laughs> reason. Do it for Johnny. Or you, or you had to take a big hit. Do it for Johnny, man. Do it for Johnny. And I actually saw a sticker the other day that said, do it for Johnny. And it had a picture of a switchblade. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I want that so bad. Uh, I s- Johnny, man. You actually, you sparked a memory. I was out driving the other day and there was a car in front of me that had, a, I counted them, 18 stickers on, all over it. <laughs> most of them Wait. were stupid. I won't get into why or how, but most of them were stupid. But there was one that made me honestly laugh. It said, only gay cops pull me over. <laughs> <laughs> and I laughed and laughed about that. <laughs> so we're, we're talking about movies that uh, have a whole lot of crazy faces in them. A lot of, or not a lot of crazy faces, but a lot of familiar faces in them. Yes. I, I did watch, I finally watched Glenn Glary and Glenn, Glenn Ross. Oh yeah. What do you think? I enjoyed it. It was it was different. Very different kind of movie. It was a lot of it was acting. Yes, a lot of acting. It was acting. It was all acting. And that's what makes it fantastic. It's just act. There's no car crashes. There's no it's just acting and it's drama and you get pulled into it. It's uh I did awesome. also watch a different a cool movie the other day, uh, Lucky Number Slevin. I feel like I've heard of it. Anyway, we weren't talking about movies. We were talking about people getting fired on the first day, Pete. Yeah, let's talk about people getting fired on the first day. Yeah, we were, weren't we? <laughs> <laughs> I was just pulling my mic over in front of me the whole time you guys were talking until it covered my face. Uh, did he even have a license? Had a buddy get hired as a valet downtown. On his first day, he was asked to park a pretty expensive luxury car and hit it on concrete pillars in the garage. Got fired on the spot. Look, he just got fired. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I mean, you got to watch who you hire, you know? Yeah. Especially for like, for val- you know, valet, you got to make sure they have a license or they know how to. Yeah. I mean, you, you really want to know about someone's ability to drive if they're going to be a valet. Yeah. You want to know a now lot me, about it. I, here's the thing. I know what I'm good at driving. 
I'm going to drive. I'm going to driving old, big pieces of shit. <laughs> I know how to handle an old, big piece of shit. Do you have a crappy car? Well, we can park it down at Maddie's valet service. That's right. Maddie's valet service right down the end of the block. Pe- no, the other block. No, no, the right, other right block. The right past the dirt road. Just go down yonder. <laughs> right where the pavement oh. ends. Matt will meet you right there. He will park your car as long as it's an old, dirty piece of shit. It's not an old, dirty piece of shit, an old, big piece of shit. If you want to keep your car clean, that's fine. But if you've, if you've got yourself a 1985 Ford cargo van that you need driven somewhere, what? The brakes might squeal? I don't give a fuck. It spurts out. It spurts out power steering fluid. Not my problem. <laughs> would you guys? Would you guys put a lot of tenant in the same category as a valet? Kind a lot of, of tenants a little bit different. Been there. You're guiding the, the 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 operator. That person should be one with their automobile. Okay. I, I watched. Uh, I watched a lot of tenant uh, get uh, maced by the cops out front of uh, a job I worked at. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Why did they mace the lot boy? I, I don't know. He, he, I think he was on probation and, or, or he said something wise to somebody yes, and they called the cops. Yeah, you're there. Yes, I can hear you. He got wise. Nice. He got wise with somebody, I think with one of the customers. And I think they called the cops Wow. and they showed up and he continued to get wise with the cops and the cops maced him <laughs> and then they put him in the back of the car and took him away. That's Needless awful. to say, he, he no longer had a job. <laughs> yeah. But wait, I missed the whole story. Oh, it was, I, uh, my board, uh, we don't have to repeat it. I'll go listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, man. Uh, guy got caught checking his email on company computer, uh, which would have been all right, except the email attachment he opened was, was one PowerPoint slide with an, with X-rated content and a soundtrack set to full volume. I don't, why fire him? He, I, like, listen, here's the thing. Unless you, unless you're doing uh, a podcast uh, with a reverent humor, there should be, you should have no fear about opening a PowerPoint at work. <laughs> Even if one of us sends it to you. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, that was, that was designed to fuck with that guy. Yes. Got him fired. He went, dude, that was from his buddy. Who thought he it was probably like it was probably like uh, written something like, "Oh, like uh, check this PowerPoint out. It might help you like with your job." Yeah, you know, and, and <laughs> I understand how it happens. Don't don't get me wrong. Let's it's it, I, I make it a rule, like when I'm checking my emails from a work computer, I don't open attachments. Right, turn the volume all the way down. Right. No, so, I do that with my phone. Do you <laughs> remember, there used to be a video that floated around online of, it, it was the inside of a super church. They were getting ready for services or they were having a rehearsal or something. And pastor had his laptop plugged in for something like to, to run the show. He, we lost your audio again, but uh, he's plugged into the to the board in this, it's essentially an amphitheater uh, or, or, or an auditorium that they, they do their church services in. And they go to play one thing and straight up porn starts to play in the, in the big <laughs> echoing hall. 
that's that's just classic. Yeah, I mean, it's it's fantastic, especially when it happens to the absolute wrong person. It looks like Matt's trying to realign his audio so that it runs from a different device so that we can actually hear him. But uh, he looks confused, sort of like a monkey trying to fuck a football. I mean, how's that any different from any other day? It, it it really I'm isn't. just kidding, Matt. Except and you're he, gonna hear this when you when you listen back for my story. <laughs> Except he's uh trying to plug and unplug and twist knobs. Uh-uh. And the only thing that's really missing is a <laughs> but you know. We're hoping. Whoa. I'm real sorry. Oh, thank you. Um, I'm f- fuck. I feel like an asshole. All right. So, uh, you know, that thing, what yell, was. you know, that thing I yell at Pete for not, not charging his, his, uh, gear, not yeah. charging my gear. Yeah. Did you not charge your gear? Apparently, I forgot to do that. Yeah, it happened. Well, I I thought it was. I ran I open monitors last week. I thought it. I thought it was charged. No, uh, you know what? Like mine, mine hasn't done it today, but it will. No, and the thing is, is I charged it up last week, and then it's been hooked to the computer, and it said it said green, and I was like, oh, it'll be fine, because it said it was fully charged but i i know better and i i should i'm fucking ass i'm a fucking jerk off yeah I, shit I, happens life I, goes on i i can't dispute that uh <laughs> girl hired at dick's sporting goods started at 10 a.m was fired by the afternoon because she was caught hooking up with another worker in the stock room was that not good <laughs> apparently not can't do that We got about thirteen minutes left. All right. Oh yeah, um, but the reason, but, all right. So, but the reason that I fucking uh, came, I I couldn't hear you on my laptop, and I could not, and it did not. I, I it wasn't registering in my head why I could see my, my lips closed moving. captioning. Oh, and but I still I couldn't hear anything. I didn't know if you guys could hear me, so I logged in with a different device, and then and then. Oh, you know, all hell broke loose. And Bob's your uncle. And Bob's your uncle. So, how bad is it right now? Uh, We'll live with it. Um, uh, These are starting to kind of repeat a little bit. Yeah, Yeah, we've we've reached (laughs) all the funny that we're going to get. Yeah, we've had some fun with them. Um, But, you know... Britney Spears said she had an abortion while dating Justin Timberlake. That that would have been a really attractive and talented baby. Probably, yeah. I mean, I mean, not the, for the nothing. genetics why, alone. Why ruin, why ruin that life? Yeah, I guess because you have your own life. And I mean, honestly, we've seen we we've now dealt with her for a number of years. Um, does does anybody see the value in letting her raise those children? I mean, I see your point there. That's 
<laughs> yeah, I, I I guess you're right. I but Jesus, you know Christ. how with hamsters you have to take the pinks out so they don't eat them. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, you know, oh wait, I'm in the wrong place. I I have a I have a friend that is a a, a, a rideshare driver. Do you now? I do. And uh, I I guess he was in the Westchester area, and he sent me a, a text message while I was at work on Saturday. Where the fuck is any pair of glasses right now? <laughs> he sent me a text message and, and Britney said, Spears abortion reminds you of this text message yes because it says if it makes you feel any better I was in Westchester on Thursday morning and there was a bunch of people starting to picket an abortion clinic and all I could think of was that I really wished I had one of those nice wooden hangers that looked like the kind of expensive suit comes on and some stage blood and then I start giggling because all I could think of was the sentence, nah, it wouldn't fit. It's okay. I beat her to death with it. <laughs> That's dark. That is. And, and I admit to being that guy. I, was, I, I don't know what kind of sick, twisted mind. Would, I don't know who's more fucked up, you for thinking of it or me for laughing hysterically at it. <laughs> Well, I I drove around randomly giggling every now and again to it. I had to make sure that no one said, what are you laughing at? <laughs> because, <laughs> because how do you tell that to a complete stranger? A complete, a complete stranger. It's, uh, Bill Burr had a bit where uh, he learned, the, the day he learned to stop telling uh, his girlfriend what he's laughing at. <laughs> And he's like, he's like, because he was at like some kind of uh, farm. He's at some kind of like, you know, fair or some shit, like a outdoor market. Right. And there's a woman selling muffins. And he just starts talking about, what if I went up and just, just punched a muffin, <laughs> just punched it, and it just, just looked right in the eye. Just keep punching these muffins. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> but the way, the way he tells it, obviously, is right. Obviously. But you know. And then he, his wife, his girl, or the girlfriend at the time, asked him what he was laughing at, and he told her. And she got mad. <laughs> but yeah, I, I love my wife. I can tell my wife all kinds of things, but like my wife would not appreciate that joke the way that you did. <laughs> no, few people would. Few people would. But I, I mean, all I can, all I can. No, it's okay. Big dumb that. guy with a with a wooden coat hanger says. No, no, it didn't fit, boss. But it's okay. I beat her to <laughs> death with it. <laughs> like that's somehow just okay. Uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, it accomplishes the same thing, really. I mean, <laughs> I suppose. Sounds like a, it sounds like a horror movie to me. It's awful. It, 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 yeah. I, 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 the worst part. I'm not even embarrassed for having the thought. No, why should you be? It's fantastic. I, I, it makes me laugh. I, I think that most guys think this dumb shit comes into their head and it's horrible. And if you have that sense of humor, you just start giggling. Yeah, I and mean, you know, you can't tell anybody. I mean, we 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 kind of hope that because <laughs> if not, we're all fucked up. Uh, but it, it is. I mean, and there's. 
it is like a horror movie and there is there's apparently some like genetic or Primal survival need. mechanism yeah you gotta that goes into you're, you you've got to keep those senses heightened i mean i i do speaking of i just watched a show on peacock uh it's only there's no there's only one show it's like a half an hour long but uh it's called make me scream okay and they put together it's it's tempest bledsoe from the cosby show right and her husband put together this elaborate you know fucking three different like horror mazes they call them right right and they put teams together one of them was urkel Jaleel white and somebody else you know, it was like a fa- almost a semi-famous person, right? And then like a friend of theirs, and they and they walk through the haunted house, and then they they add up their scream score, and all the times they bitched out, mm-hmm. like closed their eyes or ran or hid, right? And right. then they gave them each a score, and then they it's just a fan, it, dude. It's it was really good, right? I just enjoyed the shit out of it. I'm like, why why is it this a show all the time? But uh, you know. But there's a we found that article about yeah why we enjoy horror movies. Uh, horror is one of the most enduringly popular film genres. Uh, they routinely top the box office, and many of the characters have become part of cultural the cultural zeitgeist. From Norman Bates in Psycho to Freddy Krueger in Nightmare on Elm Street to Hannibal Lecter in The Silence of the Lambs. Yet while many people willingly buy tickets to the latest horror movie release. In our daily lives, we try to avoid anything that frightens us. So why would we pay to watch a movie that includes fear and terror? Many psychologists have sought to answer this question, and this article will explore the various explanations that they've investigated, including the ability to master threats through horror films and how they help us grapple with the dark side of humanity. Of course, not everyone likes horror films, so we'll also discuss the individual differences that can account for who gravitates to horror films and who doesn't. Finally, we'll wrap up with a look at the therapeutic potential of consuming horror. Ooh, consuming horror. Uh, So, basically, it's, you know, put put this... This might be important to you someday. Yeah, it's... Or it's the agenda... Let me take a poll real quick. Uh, are you guys into horror films? Eh. I enjoy horror films. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it depends okay. on what it is. Uh, sometimes, uh, but it, you know, some of the, some of the things that you, that we, that draw us are the, it's the vicarious experiences and threat mastery. So basically you get to kind of have an experience, but not be exposed to the danger so that you understand the threat. You can master that threat. In, well, at least that's what you think. And that, that's one of the things that draws us in. Uh, excitation and... Tra- excitation transfer theory. One of the earliest psychological theories to explain people's enjoyment of horror films is Dolph Zillman's excitation transfer theory. The theory proposes that horror media stimulates elevated levels of psychological arousal because of the fear that they induce... When the media concludes, that arousal then intensifies viewers' feelings of relief and enjoyment, leading to a euphoric high. So basically, you like them because it feels good. And it, it, it all explores the dark side of humanity. Streaming free on Peacock is that, uh, that Winnie the Pooh horror movie. 
Yeah, how is that? I haven't watched it yet. Winnie like, the I, Pooh I'm just, horror I'm not, movie? What? You didn't hear about the Winnie the Pooh horror movie? Blood and Honey? No. No. No, I, I don't. It's, I, it's, as far as I can tell, it's just uh, big dudes wearing uh, masks. Okay. But uh, the, the, the rights or the, well, the, the copyright ran out on uh-huh. Winnie the Pooh. Uh-huh. Winnie, the, Winnie the Pooh became public domain. So somebody took that opportunity to make a Winnie the Pooh horror movie. And I'm just not ready to have my childhood completely destroyed yet. Right. You know, it's just one of those things. I think about watching it. I, go, ah, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe not. So uh, I know we're running out of time. We are down to about three minutes, a little, little more than three minutes or a little less mm-hmm. than three minutes. Um, so I do want to mention that, uh, there was, uh, some anti-Semitism in Canada. I just can't imagine how that goes. I mean, Hey, Hoserberg. Hey, Hoserberg. What's that? Hey, Hoserberg. (laughs) (laughs) Take off you Hoserberg. Yeah, I, but I mean, this whole, this whole situation is just a repeat of shit we've already seen. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know why we have to go through it again. Because eventually it's going to be December of 41 and we'll step in. Pretty much. But again, I, I, I'm it's just been it. October for a long time. <sighs> well, I don't have any. But on the bright side, Toyota has come. Well, you know what? We'll do this in the C block. We'll do the Toyota story in C block because I did say I was saving that for Big Daddy, and we do have to put a feeler out and see if he's coming to join us. Uh, I'm down to a minute thirty five seconds, so I want to tell everybody about one six four six virus zero one. That's one six four six virus zero one. www.themediavirus.com. Um, PML, Maddie, Pete, or JTT at themediavirus.com. Those are our email addresses. Uh, you can check us out, um, from our webpage. You can find all manner of ways to, uh, contact us. You can find, uh, our bios. You can find the shows. You can get to the past episodes from, from the website. And that's where you'll find what we're going to do in the C block coming up, which is Maddie's TikTok nonsense corner. Uh, we've at least for the past five or six episodes, maybe more, have been posting a, a companion post that shows you what the TikToks are so that you can go and take a look at them. Uh, that that post goes live on Wednesday night when we tape uh, at 9 p.m. That way you can go and take a look. And by the time you listen to the show, you can laugh at it. We're down to less than a minute, so I don't want to run this out. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. We'll be back in the C Block here on the Media Virus Podcast. On behalf of uh, Maddie and Grease Monkey Pete, this is Professor Michael Torres. And in this B Block, we'll see you in the C Block. Thanks and have a good one. I want to just call it the Media Virus Presents. Okay. And it's like the Media Virus Presents Maddie Rock Death Life Coach. So it's these short little bits, right, of, you know, whatever. Couldn't have.